0: Buenos dias from Big Creek, this is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 9th of June 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Wednesday the 1st of June, four white lions arrived at the Caricuao Zoo in Caracas from the Czech Republic in South Africa. In the midst of the economic crisis, Venezuela seeks to revive interest in zoos, and these lions join the list of exotic animals that the Ministry of Eco-Socialism has imported in the last year. On Tuesday the 7th, The Ibero-American Arbitration Center announced that the company Smartmatic, which provided the electronic voting system in Venezuela in the recent years, is suing the country for $1.5 billion. Smartmatic claims that the Venezuelan authorities manipulated the votes in 2017 elections when the National Constituent Assembly was chosen. On some international news, The lawyer of Plus Ultra Airline was summoned to appear in the Madrid court on Wednesday the 15th of June. He is facing charges of corruption which involve Pedevesa. The airline received an aid of almost $60 million from the Spanish government in 2022 to pay for gasoline. The court must determine if Pedevesa indeed spent the money on gas. On Monday, the 6th, Masoud Habibi Fosunabadi, president of the Center for Education, Research, and Culture of Tehran Universities, visited the Venezuelan Institute for Scientific Research in Caracas. The aim of this visit was to strengthen the research ties between Venezuela and Iran in the fields of cell therapy, biology, and microbiology. On Tuesday the 7th, Nicolás Maduro arrived in Ankara, Turkey, as part of his tour aimed at strengthening ties between the two nations. This is Maduro's first international trip in 2022 and the fourth since the United States placed a $15 million reward in 2020 to anyone who would turn him over to the American authorities. On Friday the 3rd, Venezuela sent Suriname more than 30 tons of food, medicines, medical supplies, drinking water, household goods, and rescue equipment. Suriname experienced severe flooding at the end of May and damaged houses, schools, and roads. Juan Guaido, the country's president-in-charge and the opposition leader, backed Venezuela's exclusion from the Summit of the Americas. He said that the summit was a meeting between democratic countries, and both Venezuela and Nicaragua are on the fringes of democracy. Brian Nichols, the U.S. Assistant Secretary of State for Western Hemisphere Affairs, assured that even though Guaido was not invited to the Summit of Americas, he will hold a video call meeting in the coming days with Joe Biden. Speaking of the U.S., on Sunday, the 5th of June, the United States announced that they will allow companies ENI and Repsol to send Venezuelan oil to Europe as of July in order to make up for this shortage of Russian oil. The quantities allowed are minimal and are not expected to have an impact on the world price of oil. However, it could positively affect Maduro's reputation on the international scene. On that note, Nicolás Maduro assured in a radio interview that he is still talking with the U.S. government to lift the remaining sanctions. The director of the Latin American Department of the Russian Foreign Ministry also had his say on the sanctions. On Monday the 6th of June, Alexander Shetinin said that Russia strongly supports the full lifting of the sanctions against Venezuela and hopes that the relations between the two countries get back to normal. Since we brought up Russia, the central banks of Venezuela and Turkey are evaluating, integrating Russia into their payment systems. This action would be taken to help Russia after it was suspended from SWIFT as a consequence of its invasion of Ukraine. Also in finance news, contactless technology arrived in Venezuela. This technology allows the use of debit and credit cards that allows automatic collection through a microchip without adding customer data. This technology comes from the international companies MasterCard and Multos. In more local news, Omar Bautista, president of the Chamber of Venezuelan Automotive Manufacturers, said that imported automotive Spare parts have almost completely replaced those of domestic production. Bautista assures that this is due to the exemption of value-added taxes on imports, along with the fact that more than 70% of the imported spare parts come from China. According to the most recent report on the Venezuelan Finance Observatory, inflation in the country rebounded in May. The monthly inflation rate reached 10% because The Bolivar depreciated by almost 15% in May. On Monday the 6th, the Attorney General of the Republic, Tarek William Saab, assured on GloboVision News Channel that Venezuela has an impeccable justice system. He said Venezuela didn't need any international institutions to meddle with the country's affairs. Also on Monday the 6th, Gilberto Mendoza, President of the World Boxing Association, awarded... Nicolás Maduro, the title of honorary champion, even though he has never boxed before. Zafarse's delivery and transportation app, Yummy, recently received over $40 million in funding. The app currently operates in Venezuela, Peru, Bolivia, and Panama, and has exclusive contracts with KFC and Burger Shack. On Friday the 3rd, Mérida, in western Venezuela, had the first snowfall of the season. Hundreds of videos of locals and tourists enjoying themselves were posted on social media. However, a video of people in cars and motorcycles driving off-road and racing with pickup trucks in the mud destroying the frailejones, also went viral. The frailejones are endemic plants of the area and only grow one centimeter per year. So far, four people have been arrested for damaging the ecosystem. Between Monday the 6th and Tuesday the 7th, the Venezuelan military deactivated 70 explosive devices founded on the Colombia-Venezuelan border. These devices were protecting clandestine lab drugs. And to close this edition, the wave of concerts that has invaded Venezuela in the past months extends to the end of the year. It was recently announced that two important international artists will perform in Caracas. Olga Tañón will take the stage of the 1st of October and Fito Páez on the 10th of October. Both performances will take place at the Poliedro de Caracas. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Roses are red, violets are blue. We need some feedback to better for you. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at Venezuela at or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima.